0: This program is brought to you by Babboway Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast "Spiritual Appetizers," small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter four and verse four says, "Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God." The topic for discussion today in episode 146 is going to be from Proverbs chapter 21 verses 2 through 3. As God's people, we need to allow God to weigh our hearts to make sure our motives are right in God's eyes and not just our own. Proverbs chapter 21 verses 2 through 3 read, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. But the Lord weighs the hearts. To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Everything that man does is right in his own eyes. In other words, we can justify anything that we do. But God weighs the hearts. God is going to be the one that truly decides whether our ways are right or wrong. No matter what justification we give for them, They have to be weighed by righteousness and justice. Righteousness is God's word, and justice is God's word. It is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. In other words, God does not just want sacrifice. He wants sacrifice done the way that he desires it to be done. Righteousness means to be right in God's eyes. And so if we're offering sacrifices to him... That are not right in his eyes, as Cain did, then God does not desire that sacrifice. In 1 Samuel chapter 15, verses 22 through 23, the Bible says So Samuel said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. As God's people, we need to allow God to weigh our hearts to make sure our motives are right in God's eyes and not just our own. Saul had made a sacrifice before God that was not pleasing to God. God had told Israel that the only people which could offer sacrifices were the priest of Aaron's house. And so when Saul offered a sacrifice, when King Saul offered a sacrifice before God, it was not in obedience. This is why Samuel told Saul, it's better to obey than to sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams. Our obedience needs to be with the right motives. Saul was listening to the people and obeying the people. Look at verse 24 of 1 Samuel chapter 15. Then Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned for I've transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words because I feared the people and obeyed their voices. They wanted to make a sacrifice. And so Saul allowed it to take place, even though it was against what God wanted to be done. Saul had the wrong motives. He was trying to satisfy the people. But that's not what God wants. God wants obedience. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed than the fat of rams. If our sacrifices are not with the proper motives to be pleasing to God, done the way that God wants them to be done, then God does not desire them, just as he did not desire Cain's sacrifice, because it was not the way that he wanted it to be done. And so God did not accept Cain's sacrifice where he accepted Abel's sacrifice, Genesis chapter 4. In Proverbs chapter 16 and verses 1 and 2, it says, The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. I'm sure Saul thought what he was doing would be okay but it wasn't. I thought Cain. Cain probably thought that what he was doing was okay, but it wasn't. If it's not done the way that God wants it to be done, it doesn't matter if it seems right to us. The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of man are pure in his own eyes. It doesn't matter what's pure in my eyes. In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17, it says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We have to have the authority of Christ for everything that we do. If we do not have his authority, then it doesn't matter if it seems right to me. It's not right. As God's people, we need to allow God to weigh our hearts to make sure our motives are right. (coughs) In God's eyes and not just our own. Our motives need to be right for what we're doing. We need to be motivated by being pleasing to God, not motivated by people or by anything else, but motivated by pleasing God and what he wants. In Hosea chapter six, verses four through 11, the Bible says, O Ephraim, what shall I do to you? O Judah, what shall I do to you? For your faithfulness is like a morning cloud, and like the early dew it goes away. Therefore, I have hewn them by the prophets, I have slain them by the words of my mouth, and your judgments are like light that goes forth. For I desire mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. But like men, they transgressed the covenant, there they dealt treacherously with me. Gilded is a city of evildoers and defiled with blood. As as bands of robbers lie in wait for a man, so the company of priests murder on the way to Shechem. Surely they commit lewdness. I have seen a horrible thing in the house of Israel. There is the holitry of Ephraim. Israel is defiled. O Judah, a harvest is appointed for you. When I returned the captives of my people, Israel did not have pure motives. What they were doing was not right in God's eyes. Their faithfulness was like a morning cloud, like the fog that appears on the ground. But when the sun comes out, it dries that fog up and it goes away. Their faithfulness was like that. It was very, very limited. It was like the early dew. That only lasts for a little while. Our faithfulness needs to be more than that. As God's people, we need to allow God to weigh our hearts to make sure our motives are right in God's eyes and not just our own. If our motives are only right in our own eyes, then we're going to have a problem because they need to be right with God. In Micah chapter 6, and verse 5, it says, O my people, remember now what Balak, king of Moab, counseled and what... Balaam, the son of Beor, answered him, from Achaia Grove to Gilgal, that you may know the righteousness of the Lord. With what shall I come before the Lord, and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, ten thousands rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has shown you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly? Again, God doesn't want sacrifices in which He has not commanded. God wants sacrifices that He has commanded. It doesn't matter what we offer Him if it's not accordance with His will, He's going to reject it. What does God require of us to do justly? to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. We need to walk humbly before him. Our motives need to be right. As God's people, we need to allow God to weigh our hearts to make sure our motives are right in God's eyes and not just our own. In Matthew chapter 6, verses 1-4, through four, it says, Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do, your, do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. I surely, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be done in secret, and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly as God's people. We need to allow God to weigh our hearts to make sure our motives are right in God's eyes and not just our own. If our motives are not right, like the Pharisees here, they were doing their charitable deeds to be seen by men. And God said that they had their reward already. And then in verses 3 and 4, he tells them how to do their charitable deeds. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Let your motives be pure. Let your motives be what God wants them to be, that your charitable deed may be seen in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. And so let your charitable deeds be done with the right motives. Let them be done in secret with God watching, and he's going to give you your reward. But if it is so that people can see you, then you've received your reward already. We have another example of this in Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 8. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners, that they may be seen by men. Surely I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. So again, we see that if you're doing things to be seen by men, as these Pharisees were doing, standing on the street corners praying to be seen by men, then you have your reward. If you'll go into your closet and pray in secret, then God who sees in secret will reward you openly. As God's people, we need to allow God to weigh our hearts to make sure our motives are right in God's eyes and not just our own. In Matthew chapter 6, verses 16-18, through 18, the Bible says, Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Surely, I say to you, they have their reward." But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. So when you fast, don't disfigure your face to be seen by men. Again, we have the problem of doing things in order for men's praises. When we do that, we have our reward. Our motives are not correct. Again, he tells us, do it in secret so that your father will reward you openly. You'll see it. We don't have to go around bragging about what we're doing. If we do, then we're not going to have any reward and our motives are not proper. You see, not only do we need to do right things, but we need to do right things for the right reasons. When they gave their charitable deeds, they were doing it to be seen by men. When they prayed, they were doing it to be seen by men. When they fasted, they were doing it to be seen by men. And they had their reward because their motives were the praises of men. And so God said, you're not going to receive any more reward than what you've already received. But if you do it secretly, if you do your charitable deeds, and we are to do them secretly, then God's going to reward you. If you pray secretly, then God's going to reward you. If you fast secretly, then God is going to reward you. As God's people, we need to allow God to weigh our hearts to make sure our motives are right in God's eyes and not just our own. In Matthew chapter 9, verses 12 and 13, the Bible says, When Jesus heard that, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners, to repentance. God desires mercy and not sacrifice. When we do not sacrifice the way that He wants us to sacrifice, it doesn't matter that we're offering a sacrifice to God. And so if we're doing something that is incorrect, and we're not having mercy in our lives, then our sacrifice is not going to be acceptable to God. We have to sacrifice out of the right motives. Again, these sacrifices will be made to be seen by men, and that's not what God wants. He wants us to have the proper motives to do things because we love Him. In Matthew chapter twelve, verses one through eight, the Bible says, "At the t- that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and His disciples were hungry." And he began to pluck the heads of grain and to eat. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to be done on the Sabbath. But he said to them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry? He and those who were with him. How he entered the house of God and ate the showbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priest's. Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath the priest in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless? Yet I say to you that in this place there is one greater than the temple. But if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would have not condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Again, we see here the Understanding of I desire mercy and not sacrifice. They were trying to keep the law of the Sabbath, but they were holding on too tightly to it and they were disobeying God. And in doing so, God was not happy with the way that they were keeping the Sabbath. Jesus wanted them to keep it properly, understanding that their motives were of more importance than trying to keep something improperly. As God's people, we need to allow God to weigh our hearts to make sure our motives are right in God's eyes and not just our own. Their motives are right in their own eyes, and they were trying to trip up Jesus. But Jesus said, you don't understand because your motives aren't right. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers Small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, Small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.